bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee. Uh, take it away, board man. It's a fact that I wouldn't be the man I am today had I not experienced a miracle that is Bung Bung Coffee. Mm, takes me back to growing up in the motherland, Italy, where I've only been as an adult man. My nonna used to give me an espresso shot alongside my biscotti, and she would say, This will make you a man. <laughs> no, look at me. A man. Oh, yeah. typo. That's what it's supposed to say now, look at me. Okay. <laughs> Take it from there. <laughs> it's strange, though, because Bung Bung Coffee isn't even from Italy. It's a blend of beans from Honduras, Peru, Colombia, and Brazil, roasted to perfection. Visit www.bungbungcoffee.com and to promo code POTTY for 15% off all orders. Bung Bung Coffee. Be a man. Be a man. Bung Bung Coffee. Toxic masculinity in a cup. <laughs> uh, if you want to support the show, buy, buy the coffee. 15% off if you use the code and then 15% will go to uh, Welcome to the Potty from all of your orders. Uh, you can also support the show by directly uh, going to... Uh, welcome to the potty.com and uh, clicking on the store and buying any of our wonderful, wonderful, high quality butter soft merch. I mean, these 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 shirts are so like look at this look at this easy money uh, crew neck that Boardman's wearing. It's fleecy inside. It's so warm. It's so soft. I've got the same one in the exact same colours. My partner Rachel, she's got the pink one, and she loves it. And it's it's wild because she slipped out of bed the other day wearing it, and I was like, "Oh shit, she's she must be horny." And she was like, "No, I slipped because I was wearing this butter soft sweatshirt." So that's how soft these shits are. So go go and get your butter soft merch to support the show. And if you if you're you know struggling at the moment and you're on food stamps or whatever, then just go to um just go to any of our social media posts or whatever and just share it. Just share it to support the show. We're trying to grow this motherfucker and we need, to, we need to grow it organically with you folk sharing it. So just do that. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's all you got to do. And um, let's start the show. Welcome to the party, Bung Bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Captain, the Tom Brady of podcasting, because I'm, you know, I'm wearing Uggs in the booth right now. I got the I got the Uggs out. Um, you know, it's cold. I get I get hot. I get hot when I record in here. I start sweating. You know, I get the volume going a little bit. I use, you know, use my diaphragm and whatnot. So I start, you know, I start to get the the, the heart rate goes up. Sometimes I get mad at shit. So, but it's a cold morning, so I got the Uggs on. Make sure my extremities are, you know, intact. Got board man back in the booth. Yeah, other side of the desk today. Yeah, yeah, we've we've rearranged we've rearranged the setup. Um, it's it's more. You know, now you know, now you can see everyone involved in the production and there's more space in here. 
uh, which you got you guys can't see the space, but there's much more space. Um, happy birthday, board man! Thank you. Um, Thanks. Congrats on surviving another year, another hard year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all they're all equally as hard, but no, it's good to just get another one under your belt. Yeah, yeah. Another take yeah. everyone you can get. Yeah, just keep keep piling them up. That's what I always yeah. say. Yeah. Um, did you have like a special dinner or anything? Uh, just a small dinner with um, partner, mom, and grandma. Yep, yep, nice start. one. Um, and yeah, have a bit of a shindig tonight. Have yeah, people around. Yeah, I'm very keen, very excited. Um, have a few beers. Uh, I'll be drinking Forex Gold. Um, because my dad bought a slab of them and drank only a six pack, so that's that's left over. So, um, you know, just being thrifty. Yeah, really. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, oh, I did. I did buy a couple of Dr. Peppers as well to have some Henny and Dr. Pep, but oh, yeah. they might be my pre, like my pregame. I might have those at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be, you know, I'll be, I'll be flying. Um, it's been, it's been a while since you've been on the show. I reckon three weeks. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. So has anything, has anything wild popped off in three weeks? Nothing that comes to mind. Nothing, right if, it, if it comes to me during the show, I'll let you know. No, oh, pretty stock shit. standard uh, month, I guess. Yeah, I've got, I've got a, I had a wild story happen last night, but we'll get to the wild story because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in uh, chronologically. Okay. So sounds good. My old man came to visit, uh, which was good. Haven't seen him since 2019. Uh, so that was that was so good. And you're like, you're, you're obviously like, I missed him. But then, like, when I saw him, I was like, fuck, I've missed him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was nice. And we we did a lot of shit. We went to, like, um, Maxwell Mead in McLaren Vale. It's a, like, winery, but they also do mead. Yeah, okay. And um, so we did a mead tasting. Uh, and my brothers didn't. They just sat there and were bored, probably. Um, so we did that. And then we went and got lunch. And that was good. Uh, we did, we had a barbecue here, which was good. I, I cooked everything and we played cornhole and I just fucking smoked everyone. Um, I think, I think Tyree, one of them beat me. One of my brothers beat me at one stage, but I, you know, ran it back. Yeah. Okay. When was the last time you played? In the summer sometime, I'd say. Just, okay. All right. I reckon it's been like three years since I last played, so we're pretty due. Oh shit! Get it going this spring. Yeah, did you? Did, did you've played on my boards, right? Yeah, I reckon it was your like housewarming. Wow, I that would have been the last time I played here. So, yeah, Holy what, shit! Like three years. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon three years. I reckon I. So I've been doing comedy just over three years, and I reckon I just started before we moved here. So I reckon it'd be. I reckon we moved in maybe September, October 2019. So coming up on three years. Yeah, okay. Wow. Sorry, cut you off there. Sorry. No, that's all right. Mm. Oh, that's a good bean. Bumblecoffee.com. Um, so we did that. Dad came and saw me do a gig. First time he'd seen me perform. So that was good. Oh, man. And you try to walk, you try to walk off... Well, I was backstage, but you try to walk out when you come and you go through like the audience and stuff and you try to like be like, I'm so cool, I do this all the time and you don't smile or whatever. But my I, my dad was just beaming and so I just started like smiling so hard when I came out. 
So that was really cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, and we went to Motherlode for dinner after that. And that was like the only, that night was like the only night that I like got one-on-one time with dad because it was like he brought Allison and the kids. So, well, boys, they're not really kids. Um, they're 15 now. Yeah, I just got a um, friend request from Joey. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Tyree's like, on social media. But, uh, yeah, Joe's Joe's out there. Um, yeah, so that was that was a really good night because I got to have some one-on-one time with the old man. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and then we went we went for a barbecue at um, at his friend's place on on Sunday, which was their last day here. So that was really nice as well. Um, but no, it was all in all good week. Dad got to meet Kenny. He's absolutely obsessed with him. They've got like they've got this beautiful little relationship already. Um, so yeah, it was so good, yep. so good. Love to see it. Um, then this week I did two gigs. Uh, one was downstairs Rhino Drama Llama. I went and did 10 minutes there and that's on, that's filmed. And, um, thanks for all the friends and stuff that came out. Um, meant a lot to have people come to that and get like, be able to capture that on film. Cause, um, I'm going to be using that for, for some stuff, but yeah, the crowd was good. Um, people actually came out to support um friend of the show Xavier Dersma even showed up um which was really nice of him um you know sometimes you don't feel like really showing your face when you don't make finals no you know no shade mm. I don't like Port Adelaide but you know I support him nonetheless I'd like to see an Adelaide team win even if it's Port Adelaide you know what I mean I think I'm at that point now too. I'm old enough to get past the whole port. Yeah. Bros, like, hatred, I guess. Yeah, and, you know, I'm friends with Zave, so yeah. obviously going to want to support him. It was good to see him back on the field this this year. Um, But, yeah, uh, it was good to see him come out. Um, And he just, like, you know, sometimes you get, like, a perception of athletes or whatever and you think they're going to be, like, all up themselves or whatever. He came by himself, he didn't bring any mates, and he just went and sat next to my friends and just started chatting with them. And I think that's uh, class, class yeah, act. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really good that night. I really enjoyed that. And then I had a gig on last night, Friday. Now, this one was interesting. Um, I get there and there's a guy at the bar and he's – lotto and i can see it and uh, and the the bartender still still served him a drink and i was like okay maybe he's behaving himself as soon as he turns around he starts he starts dancing and he's like he's dancing and he's bumping into people and shit and he sees a woman sitting by herself on the other side of the room and he goes and sits with her i've seen i saw her come in she had a boyfriend he must have been in the toilet or something right this guy goes and sits with her and he's like he's like touching her on the shoulder like this and like doing a lot of this. Yeah. And so I stand up at this point because I'm just like this I already feel like this is gonna get out of control. And I stand up and I sort of said something. Um a few people he was already on the radar because he had bumped into people and stuff. So like people already I wasn't the only one seeing this and um the MC went and spoke to the owner and was like, oh, look, this guy probably has to go. 
And the owner was like, okay, you know, we'll give him a refund. I'll even refund the drink I just gave him because we're going to have to take that away. Blah, blah, blah. The, the, he's like, can you go tell him? So the MC had to go tell him. Um, which is not, you know, not generally in the job description of an MC, but the MC went, told him, was like, you got to go, mate. Like, and he went back, he's like, the, the owner's up there, he's going to refund you your ticket and stuff. So just go back to the bar. He went to the bar, they had a chat, I'm sure he was trying to say like, oh no, man, it's okay, I want to stay, all that kind of shit. The guys, the owner's just like, nah, mate, you're going to have to go. Gave him his money back and um, guys, like, okay, okay. And he, he starts to walk out and then he deviates. Oh, I'm sitting back down at this point and he comes by me and he hits my leg and I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck. I felt, I felt a little bit of rage. So I, um, I'm like, I'll try to, I'll try to breathe and I'm like, don't say anything. Don't do it. Just let him fucking leave. And then the guy steps up onto the stage and grabs the mic. And he's like, yo, yo, yo. And then as soon as he did that, I jumped out of my chair and I went and I fucking grabbed him like by the by the shirt, not by like his neck or anything, but just by by his shirt. And I was like, nah, mate, you're out. It's time to go. And I like pushed him and basically escorted him out. And then um, his jacket was left behind and the girl's boyfriend was back in at this stage and he like gave him, gave him his jacket. He's like, that's his jacket. That's his jacket, mate. So I pushed the guy out, show him to the staircase. And I fucking kicked him down. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> and I um I was like, all right, you gotta go. You gotta go. And I just stood there like blocking him, not letting him come back up. And then he started walking. He's so blind. He didn't even think about his jacket, you know? And then someone like gave me the jacket, and I just threw the jacket behind him like it was you like know, like I was Mo kicking out Barney, you know? Yeah. And um, that was it. He didn't try and come back or anything. And um, the owner has cameras and stuff fitted. So he could have seen if he did try to come back. But um, the MC like followed him out. And I'm like, oh, he must be like just making sure he doesn't fall down the stairs or something. Anyway, he comes back up and he's like, yeah, like that guy like messaged, like instant messaged me today. It was was his first day out of prison. (laughs) And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure he was all right. Like, um, like didn't want him to get any any trouble after getting kicked out of here. I was like, in prison for what? He's like, a violent crime. That's all. That's all I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. I was like, I wouldn't have got in his space if I knew he was a criminal. I would have like tried to reason with him. Yeah. And been like, look like, come on, you're just going to have to go. Like, this is obviously not acceptable and we're trying to have a comedy show. You're going to interrupt it. We just can't have you. I would have reasoned with him. But, yeah, so I'm, like, walking and I didn't park. I didn't park close. So when I'm when I'm leaving, I'm, like, looking over my shoulder and yeah, shit. Yeah, you're on this violent criminal's radar now. Yeah, but then, like, I'm walking past Hague's and I was like, well, I can't just walk past here. So I still had to stop and get some chocolate. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was um that was an interesting gig yeah i was saying before off air like you i doubt you're getting paid enough for that shit yeah yeah i think yeah probably i said i said that's gotta that's gotta be an extra 30 percent on top of my rate for sure no doubt but i you know i doubt it oh that's a good bean um yeah and that gig went pretty well too so i've been doing like this same 10 minutes like it's like new but old. 
um, you know, the, the stereotypes sort of section. Yeah. yeah. I've been just like working on that a little bit and that's, that's ready to go. Cause the tour starts next Friday. The Shit, regional that's, tour. That's crept up. Yeah. I remember that was, yeah. Months in the future when we first started talking about it. Yeah. So Here I'm so fucking excited, man. Like, so where's this first show? Swan Reach. So yeah. about two hours away from here. Yeah. Um, and it starts at eight and I've got to get there at seven to set up everything. Um, I might even show you some of the equipment after we're, <coughs> after we're done here. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have to get there early and stuff. Is this next, um, Friday or Saturday? Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't work Fridays, but the other guys do. So <laughs> they're going to have to take maybe an hour off, um, yeah. of work. Um, cause I want to, I want to meet, I want everyone to meet somewhere and then I'll drive them up and then we'll just come back to wherever the cars are. Cause I'm not like, uh, no, actually cancel that. I'm not going to, uh, continue talking about the logistics of it, but it, it, it'll be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. No, um, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. No, I'm fucking hyped, man. It's going to be, I'm going to end this year with a bang, dude. So I've got, I've got my tour. I've only got three dates, but I'm hoping, like, I'm still in talks with a few venues, so I'm hoping we can at least get five. That'd be nice. I was hoping, my initial thought was eight venues. You know, usually you fall short of where you plan. So we're at three. Hopefully I can get to five with the venues I'm talking to at the moment. Um, And then I'm also going to Brisbane, it, well, it's not booked in yet, but I've I've requested a week of shows in Brisbane in October. And a friend of the show, Peter James from Shad and Pete Save the World, he said he'll set that up for me. Um, so I'm just waiting to hear back. And once, once I've got all the gigs locked in, I'll book my flights and book uh, accommodation and I'm going to make a little family holiday of it and bring Rach and Kenny. What just happened? <laughs> Easy money. There we go. <laughs> there we are. We're back. Um, no, that sounds good. Good little first trip away. Yeah, That'll but I'm just like, every time we talk about it, I keep like saying to Rachel, like, you know, I'm not going to be around at night. So I'm, it, is a, it is a work trip. I'm doing sets every night, maybe two a night. Um, so, yeah, but no, nah, it's going to be fucking sick, man. I can't wait. Can't wait to actually like do some shit. I'm registered for Perth Fringe in January as well. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so it's all coming up, Millhouse. Yeah. Um, what else, man? I think that's really, really the update of the last couple of weeks. Um, trying to think. Oh, let's just check my notes. Usually, I've got some stuff in here. Um about what I want to talk about because I'm pretty sure something I thought something wild happened maybe that was just last night yeah I don't have anything wild written down um have you been keeping up with FIBA at all oh, I saw a little highlight of Jokic hitting the three over Giannis yeah that's all I've seen I saw Giannis's first game where he played 20 minutes and had like 30 10 and 5 or something yeah I think we've seen the exact same things. Yeah, so we won't do sports today. Oh, oh, let's do, yeah, do sports. 
AFL finals this week? Uh, Final start? Or is that next week? I reckon they got the week off this weekend. Oh, oh well, that's all right. Because I had FOMO last night thinking there might have been a game. Yeah, I was rushing home and then just quickly checked on the way. I was like, oh, no games. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, probably shouldn't have hit the sports theme. Uh, what, what has uh, Patrick Beverly to the Lakers? Yes. Now, this, this is interesting. This is a very interesting move because... Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook have a history of beef. They do. Do do you think that this move is does does this say anything in terms of we are open to getting rid of Russell? I think a hundred percent. I think this move is let's try and get Russell to not want to be here anymore. Right. Even though he's already opted into his contract, like I think this move is a little bit late. I just have the, the 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 craziest part of all of it to me doesn't even involve Patrick Beverly or Russell Westbrook. Let's hear it. The Lakers were so set on keeping THT. Yeah. That they got rid of Alex Caruso. And then they wouldn't trade they wouldn't include him in a trade for Kyle Lowry. And then they trade him for Pat Beverly. Bro. Yeah, speechless, <laughs> dude. You could have kept Caruso, one. You could have you could have still made the Caruso mistake and ended up with Lowry. You didn't do that. And now you got Patrick Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck, dude, that seems so crazy to me. Like, I'm just wondering if, like, are they, are they, are the, is the GM thinking that, or is it, and like, is um, is Genie Bus thinking that, or are they just like sort of in the moment? Like, you, like, would Genie be like, fuck, we could add Kyle Lowry for this mf I'm sure everyone's thinking it, but yeah, nothing you can do about it. Man, that's crazy. There was someone else they could have got as well. Um, but yeah, they just refused to let go of THT. And was that basically because like LeBron's got some sort of relationship with him? Like doesn't he hasn't he didn't yeah, didn't he go to the same high school with his son or some shit like that? I'm not sure. LeBron's been hyping him up for for a while now since they've been on the team together. But I gotta say, I gotta say LeBron's LeBron's <laughs> LeBron's foresight for these guys, like Ben Simmons, Young King, you know, like yeah. his foresight, he's he's over, I'd say so far. Um, because THT, hey, he can bowl. I'm not taking that away from him, but he's not the guy. He's not him, bro. Yeah, not at the level that he's getting hyped up to. No, he's not. He doesn't have. You have to be so good to start like announcing your pronouns. You know, to start being yeah. like oh, I'm him. Do you reckon he'll even get to a Jordan Clarkson level? No, I don't. Jordan Clarkson's mean, bro. I fight with Jordan Clarkson heavy. I don't know if THT, I don't think he wins a sixth man of the year. Yeah, okay. Uh, I just can't believe we didn't just get rid of him. We had the chance. But for like Lowry, as he said. Yeah. What, do you do you see him getting to that point? No. Six man? No. No, nah, I don't see it. Like, I'm trying to like I'm trying to like 
I don't, I don't think he's a bum by any means. Yeah. But just not not that level of player. I'm trying to get to like... But he's so young still. Yeah, I'm wondering if when Jordan Clarkson was his age, what what I was thinking of him, but I don't really remember. Um, I feel like I've always liked Clarkson. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a Lakers, so obviously like saw him pretty early in his career and watched quite a bit of game time. He was, I always thought he was pretty good, but I, did, I never thought he was going to get to six-man-of-the-year level. Yeah. So he's kind of surprised me a bit. Okay, well, maybe THT surprises us. Yeah, not, not ruling that out. Um, I don't see All-Star in his future, though, at the same time. No, I don't see All-Star. Um, I'll tell you what, you've got you've got Zion up here. I've um, He's got some new commercials for his Zion 2 sneaker, and they're pretty dope commercials. I like the commercials. Um, I'll have to check them out. Oh. Yeah, everyone look at that because we're not going to just play it on the, ad, on the show. Oh, we got flagged. Because you know how back in the day I used to... Um, for my interviews with guests, I would play, I'd just play music between my, I'd do like the Welcome to the Potty intro or maybe I'd do like a 30-minute episode and then do the guest and I'd do like a music and it would be like real music, not just like unlicensed shit. It would be like Run This Town by Jay-Z or whatever. Um, I got flagged for like 30 episodes the other day that had been removed from the backlog. So this is what we're doing. I'm not going in and editing those. I'm keeping them off. I'm keeping them off. I'm re-downloading them, and we're starting. We're starting the Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I think the first the first level tier is you get the lost episodes, plus bonus one bonus episode a month, which is the uh, Welcome to the Potty Reverse Cast, which is a ten minute episode where you're running shit. Yeah, okay. You're sitting in this seat. Um, I'm still getting used to the bright lights over here, man. It's yeah. So Hollywood, this side of the desk. And then we've got tier two. So tier one is podler tier. And so I think, no, you also get a, you also get a, a dummy. You, you get a settle the tier names. Yeah. Okay. So podler tier is you get, you get the lost episodes and the 10 minute reverse cast and a dummy. To prove that you're a podler. Second tier is easy money tier. Where you get the same shit as the first tier, but you also get an easy money t-shirt. Not available on the Welcome to the Potty website. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, exclusive shit. Third tier is the PhD tier. Where you get all of that. And you also get a a PhD of podcasting. um, That you... It's only paper you have to you have to frame and hang it yourself but you get the you get an honorary degree sensational yeah so those are the tears yeah okay when's yeah. this kicking off um it's ready to launch but i just haven't i haven't clicked launch yet i'm just sort of trying to figure out when when the best time would be for that i probably need to get i need to get those episodes sorted as well like the lost episodes yeah. i need to figure all that shit out um. Yeah, but uh, very exciting. We're gonna have we're gonna have Patreon. So oh. if anyone, uh, will yeah, I'm not gonna start plugging it yet because we don't even have a link for you. But um, it's just gonna be you know Patreon.com/slash Welcome to the Potty or whatever. But yeah, if you another way to support the show, it's gonna be 
I think the lowest one is the lowest tier is five dollars a month. I think it goes five, ten, twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, and ten dollars—that's cheaper than Netflix. But you only get one thing that you can watch. <laughs> <laughs> but you also get, you know, you also get a, a dummy and a fucking Easy Money T-shirt. So can't get those for ten bucks. No. Yeah. No. Okay. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. What has Netflix ever sent you other than a DVD when they were like old school version of Netflix? Do you remember that, or did they not do that in Australia? I don't. I don't think they did in Adelaide. Oh, okay. I feel like they might have done it in Sydney. Right. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got no memory of it. Well, that's all. They never sent you a T-shirt nah. or a fucking dummy, bro. <laughs> So stupid. But if you want to help us, <laughs> you can sign up to the Patreon. Um and you'll you know, you'll get you'll get some more boardman content, you know? <laughs> Just what everyone needs in their life. Yeah. And if if it starts to kick off, we'll we'll change the tiers and we'll, you know, we'll start creating more bonus content and stuff. But we need money to come in to like spend more time on the show. We can't just be fucking, you know, just creating all this shit and you guys, you guys aren't helping, you know, this is free. We ask you guys, we say, tell a friend, tell a friend. Do you do that? Hardly. You know, we've got one, one listener who's got a, who's won some free merch. That's one listener has won free merch. So sort that out. We've also got, uh, we're still on sports. (laughs) Um, Chet Holmgren. Oh, yeah. Check the tapes. Run it back. I said this. Yeah, you did. I said this early. We uh, we started talking about... I don't think we did our predictions of, like, Rookie of the Year and stuff yet. No, we hadn't. Because that's, that's, like, we do that um, closer like, to the season. After, like, preseason. Yeah. yeah. Um, And we started talking about the draft. Well, yeah, we were just talking about the draft, and I was sucking off Banchero. Um, and, and you were, you were talking about Holmgren and I said, I just don't trust his body. He's frail. Something's going to break. Something's going to dislocate. This motherfucker thought he could guard LeBron James and Liz Franked himself. And Liz Frank is not related to Anne Frank. Liz Frank is a bone in your foot that breaks and it's very hard to heal. Very, very hard to heal. Did you know about the Liz Frank before this injury? Yes, I did. I've had clients with Liz Frank. Okay. See, I, I had no idea what it was. And when, I think it was Watsy put it in the group chat, I was like, what the fuck is a Liz Frank? Yeah, it's a... Um, looks pretty serious. Yeah, so he's out for, they're saying the whole season. Um, And I'm, you know, I I am definitely agreeing with one season. Whether he comes back or, like, Liz Frank, dude, is like, I think you need, you do need surgery to repair it. And then it's like, Please don't walk for the, for you know this long because as soon as you put pressure through it, it's just gonna fucking snap it again. You know, has it happened to any other like notable NBA players in recent years? Um, I reckon it has. I can't think of like who. I think maybe Yao Ming Liz franked himself. Yeah, okay, so a while back then. Yeah, but it's not. I. I. I yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Be, I'm not able to think of anyone right now. But I'd say like anyone. They're all heavy, aren't they? I don't know. That's the thing. He's not even that heavy. 
Yeah, but he's frail, bro. Look at yeah. him. He looks like he needs, you know, supplements. He need, bro. He he couldn't even do steroids, bro, because it would fuck his. It would fuck him up. I think. Like, so he can't even like beef up artificially. You know, mm-hmm. can't even go the enhancement route. He just needs to go play in New Orleans, I reckon. With his year off, not walking around, just eating with Zion. Yeah, yeah, he needs to go, yeah, eat some, um, fuck, I forgot the name of those those donut things that they do there. Um, oh, fuck, I almost had it. It's a French name. you gotta, you got to give it a goog. Just look up, like, French donut or something. Um... God, it's going to make me so mad when I see it because it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, yeah, beignet. Beignet. Fuck. Yeah, he should go and eat some beignets, some, um, you know, crawfish boils. What else do they do in New Orleans? Man, I've never been to New Orleans. I'd love to. I'd love to. Um... Where's that? Louisiana. That's right down there. I was going to say when you go to Kentucky, maybe you can get there, but that's like, it's not even like close really. Yeah, be a bit of a travel. Um, <sighs> but yeah, hopefully, hopefully he comes back next season. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't, you, you hate to see it, but you know, there's a little bit of pride when you, when you did call it from the start. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm completely opposite. I called him being rookie of the year, I reckon. Yeah. Early conversation. Well, he could do the Ben Simmons and still get it. True. Yeah. True. Get it when he's like fucking twenty two or something. <laughs> um what else? Did we have any more news in the sports NBA? KD's staying. Oh yeah. KD's staying. Now now that he's staying, I'm kind of maybe this has given him too much credit. Did was this an intentional play to fuck up other teams' free agency periods? I wouldn't give him that credit. Yeah. I feel like he legitimately wanted out. He spat the dummy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fuck that guy. Um. Yeah, so he's staying. Kyrie's still there at, yeah. at the moment. Um. You know, like I said, you, you, you hate to see people you know, fuck shit up, but um, I am praying on the downfall of the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> I just don't like these guys, man. I don't like I don't like corniness. I've said this before. I can't wait to see the next CBA because I hope that I hope that all these fuckwits Yeah, you don't like any you don't like any of these dudes on the Brooklyn Nets, the more I think about it. Yeah. You you've teed off on like their three best players. Yeah, and and Harden as well when he was there. Yeah. Hey, word word up to Patty Mills. Fuck with Patty Mills heavy. Joe um Joe Harris. Joe Harris, no problems there. Claxton. I don't think he's done anything wrong. No. What do you think of TJ Warren? Bro, I like him in a bubble. Yeah. He's <laughs> one of the best to ever do it in the bubble, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was he was really getting shit done in the bubble, man. Um since then. Is it I didn't know he was at Brooklyn. You see at Brooklyn? Yeah. I think yeah, he went wow. there as a free agent. I don't know if he's played since the bubble. If he has, it's only been like 
less than 20 games. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I've been pretty injured for a while now. Oh, yeah, because he got, he got hurt, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, to perform like that in the bubble and then not get a gig is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he hurt himself in the bubble or just after it. Mm. Oh, we have not talked. I don't know if we've even talked about it together outside of the pod. Jimmy Butler's hair, bro. Oh, the extensions. <laughs> bro. One of my favorite players in the league just turned into a fucking corn cob. Bro, I fucking hate it. Man, you corny. Oh, yeah. What, what is he thinking? Oh, yeah, it looked fucking nuts when the images first surfaced. Bro, and he thought it was sick and he did like the, the chair spinning thing like where like... He just the chair would spin and his hair would like slightly be different, like as they were like preparing it, and then they sewed in his fucking weave or whatever. And it's like, what are we doing, bro? Fake dread. There's nothing cornier than a fake dread, bro. If you're getting dread, I know I've been to the when I was getting my hair um uh, braided all the time. Is it dreads or is it like is it like John Morant's hair? No, I think it's dreads. All oh, right, okay. Locks, sorry, they call white people call them dreads and black people call them locks. Sorry, sorry for fucking up the culture. Um, I just, I think the corniest thing you can do is get fake, fake locks. Uh, I saw a guy getting them in my hairstylist place. So if he listens to the show, I apologize. But like, man, you corny. Shout out to Patrice O'Neill. Oh my God. God, he looks like a bitch, bro. <laughs> yeah. He look, you know who else has hair like that, but it's real. Ace Hood, and he like does it in a bun all the time. And I don't like dreads in a bun. Look up Ace Hood. Everyone's just like listening and doesn't know who Jimmy Butler or Ace Hood are, and they're just like, <laughs> what? they're just like plus thirty, plus thirty. Any any of him bunned down? Yeah. Oh, gross, bro. The on top as well. That is that he looks like an auntie. Yeah, so did Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, yuck, yeah. man. That is some BS bitch shit. I fucking can't stand it. Um, so I'm now praying on the downfall of the Miami Heat until Jimmy Butler comes to his senses. Um, Kyle Lowry still thick. (laughs) Still, still caked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have, I haven't, I haven't really been paying much attention, honestly. There hasn't been much happening. I think we've covered like the main sort of topics that have arisen over the past week or so. All right. Well, let's go Clay's review. I've got fucking a thousand Clay's reviews. So this will take us to the end of the episode. Comedy action. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinger costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. How how long have we got? How, how far are we in? 40 minutes. Um, so I need 20 minutes. So if I do a two-minute review on all... Dude, I've got 10. If I do a two-minute review on all of these... Get us through. We get there, and I'm sure a couple of these will go longer than two minutes. So... First one, The Informer. I don't even know 
the name of the main guy in this, but I do like him. I've seen him before. Um, he looks like, he kind of looks like Andrew Schultz. What's his name? Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, I've got to set my screen up so I can so I can get the info, you know. Joel Kinnaman, he's, he seems like, um, he seems like he's, he's got a dark past in real life. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, you know, um, you know, part of Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous or something like that. He looks like he may have used intravenous drugs before. Yeah, right. That's the bottom um, I get I, I'd never seen him before until I watched. Sorry, I'm cutting into your... No, no, go, but, go. Um, but you need to a, eat the mic. Been watching a series called For All Mankind. You got a new boom. You can just you can sit back as much and relax. It'll sit right there. No home loans. So, so yeah, I've been watching this series called For All Mankind and he's like the lead actor in it. Yeah. I'd never seen him in anything before that. Do you like him? Yeah, I, th- I thought he was pretty good in the role. Yeah. Um, but I got the perception that he was a pretty like squeaky clean sort oh. of dude in real life. So it's interesting that you say that. He looked like a, what, reformed method or something. Yeah, but you know what? I've only seen him, like, I've only seen him play kind of like dark guys. Like, he, I've seen him p- play a cop in another show, but he was like, like, sort of, um, he didn't play by the rules. He was one of those guys. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've only seen him play like these dark characters, but you know, sometimes you see guys play that and you just don't buy it at all. So either he's a really good actor and I believe it. And maybe he's playing a clean guy in the, the show that you're watching. Yeah. Pretty, pretty clean. He's like a NASA astronaut. So. And you buy it. So maybe he's just a really good actor and he needs to get more gigs. Cause actually now he does have a bit of a dark side though. <laughs> he, he snaps, he snaps a little bit. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, okay. All right, so back to the informer though. Yeah, I think um shit, I watched this fucking weeks ago, so it's hard to it's hard to really remember it, but um my girl Anna Darmas is in it. Yep. Um but she's like I think she's Polish, but she probably just uses her normal ac- her normal accent wherever she's from. But um yeah, he's he's an ex criminal, and then he he's working with the feds to to become an informer. It's a little bit um, like twisty and turny and stuff like that. And he, yeah, I don't know. There's this is not really a review. This is me saying the plot, which I tend to do sometimes. The story, the story, um, was a little bit bumpy. I'd say. And, I, you know, sometimes you don't know if it's the director's fault or the writer's fault because the director could, you know, or the editor's fault. Maybe the editor didn't chuck it together the way uh, it was t- intended. But it just, yeah, there was a few bumps and bruises and um, character development was a bit low. Like there was not, there was not a lot of... Um, um, I haven't been reading books enough, so my vocab... My vocab's all fucked up. Um, investment. I wasn't very. I wasn't highly invested in in anything really, but I liked the. I liked the idea of it. Poor execution. Six out of ten. Uh, that's on Netflix. Okay. The next one is called Fresh. F- 
fresh f-r-e-s-h fresh 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 yo that's fresh uh it's on disney plus um but it's not it's not really disney it's pretty um it's pretty out there it's the guy from winter soldier bucky his name he's also he plays tommy lee in pam and tommy I haven't seen that. What's his name? Sebastian Stan. Yeah, I reckon that's Bucky. Okay. Winter Soldier. Um, so he's he's this guy, and then there's a girl in it too. <laughs> um so this shit was out there. Um as soon as I got told I this was recommended to me. Or someone, and as soon as I got told the title, I was like, "Let me guess, he's a cannibal." And they were like, "Yes." <laughs> um, and yeah, basically, he's a cannibal, but he also butchers people and sends sends human flesh to other people that are in this cannibal community. High paying people, people that because, and I guess the, and I I would believe that this happens in real life. It's like. It's so illegal that it'd be so expensive that it's basically just a flex to be someone that eats human meat. I totally believe that that's a thing. Um, so yeah, this girl goes. This girl goes on a date with this guy, and um, it doesn't go well, and it turns into every hor- every horror movie you've ever seen. Like you just know exactly what's going to happen when it's going to happen. Um, you can guess the twists and the turns. It's very predictable, but it's um, despite being kind of uh, gross and weird, um, it was kind of fun to watch, and it was like like horror comedy a bit as well. Like there was there was actually some pretty funny bits in there, bits that were so extreme as well that you laughed at instead of being like grossed out at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but another one that that's that was really a six out of ten. Um, I I'm I'm now kind of remembering maybe I think the music was really good in it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These are these are what going back you, a few um, weeks. What did you watch this one on? Uh, Disney Plus. But like I oh, think you did say that. I think like you know how you can click on stars or whatever instead of like because obviously it's not in the kids section. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Another one on Netflix, Mr. Church, starring Edward Murphy. Um, Eddie, most people know him as. Um, and it, it was the most basic shit. Like, like there, there wasn't any thought put into the shots, I guess. So Mr. Church, played by Eddie Murphy, I guess, was a... He was a bit of a jack of all trades, but he was hired as a a personal chef. So there were some cool shots of like him cooking and stuff and like close ups on the food and all that kind of shit. But um this movie was more about the story than it was about the 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 way they shot it, I guess. They didn't really they didn't do anything super creative. It made Rachel and I both cry. And um you know, sometimes you get into your emotions and you think like, wow, they really they really did something there that was so beautiful. But it wasn't about the beauty of the filmmaking. It was about how emotionally manipulative the script was. You know what I mean? And it wasn't because it was such a good script. 
It was just like, oh, let's put this in there. That'll make them cry. And we'll put this in there. That'll make them. The only thing was missing. Like, there was no dogs died in it. That was about the only thing that that was missing that could have made me cry even more, you know? Like, they were just chucking everything at you. So... Um, despite that, I did, I did really enjoy it and I do recommend it. I recommend it highly, even though it was more emotionally manipulative than it was great cinema. Uh, and in, you know, I've given it, I've given it a high score here and I'm going to have to lower it. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to give it a seven really, really standard shit. What was it initially? Eight. Okay. But it's just not. It's just not that. It's just It's just so emotionally manipulative. If you see it, you'll understand. It's just like getting caught up in the moment. You can, yeah, you can certainly be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My heart is so... But then you look back at it and it's like, yeah, they really, like... It's like someone just said, like, in the writer's room, like, okay, things that make people cry, go. Okay. <laughs> and like, yep, chuck it in there. Chuck it in there. So yeah, but seven out of ten, I it's still worth a watch. It was not fun, but it was it was still nice. It was you know relationships, beautiful stuff, you know whatever. Fuck it. Um, seven out of ten for church. Let me just change that in here so I don't accidentally give it a better score. We don't want we don't want that. Sweet girl, starring Jason Momoa, who more and more. Uh, people keep telling me I look like this motherfucker, and I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm down with that. Like, I get it. He's a he's like he's a sex symbol and shit, but I don't know. I I prefer to look like Mike Beasley, honestly. This guy, this guy kind of freaks me out a bit because he he seems too wholesome. And if you that's like what Bill Cosby was, you know, Mister Wholesome guy, and then he's putting quaaludes in bitches' drinks and fucking them while they're asleep. So who knows what Jason Momoa is doing? Okay, now he's not going to be a guest on the show, but... I don't think he's on that shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get those vibes from him. Um, but this movie, man, the twist in the end made me want to puke in a bowl and eat it back up. It was sick. It was real sicko shit. Okay. The... I can't even believe someone thought it was a good idea to do this. What, just real, like, grotesque? Sicko no. shit or... Sicko psych- shit. Psychotic sicko shit. Nah, not even. Just like... Just like... Someone wrote it and was like, this is fucking genius. And... I'm going to say it. It was... It was gay, bro. It was... <laughs> it was the gayest twist I've ever seen in a movie. I just... I was like... This is what we're doing. You made me sit through almost the entire movie to tell me that pretty much, like, it all happened, but it all, like, didn't happen. hate that. Bro, it was... I hate when they do shit like that. What? Like, I'm like... And they didn't... They didn't truly explain this... the, The... where the skill set of one of the characters came from. And I can't, it's, it's so, because the twist is so fucking 
bro, I, it's so easy to give shit away. I don't know whether you want to watch this or not. I wouldn't recommend it. It, it was so dumb, the ending. Like, it could have been good if they figured out a way to not make it what they made it. It could have been It could have been good. And they fucked it. I, I liked the premise, you know. Um, uh, it was like... Um, pharmaceutical company raises their prices, makes cancer medication unaffordable, mother dies, um, we want revenge. Okay. And then go out and get revenge, twist, go fuck yourself, audience. You're dumb cunts and we all hate you when we wrote this movie to spite you because maybe you're the pharmaceutical company and we... Bro, I felt like I was being fucked, bro. When I saw the twist, I couldn't fucking believe it. It was the most annoying shit ever. Five out of ten. Don't bother. Brawl in cell block 99. Now, I've been looking forward to talking about this. And if you haven't seen it, you don't even need to bother with this review. You just need to go see it. This is my man, Vince Vaughn. And he's a wild boy in this. This is not funny at all. Well, actually, cancel that. It is funny. It's, it's, um, his persona is very serious, but in his seriousness, there is humor. But this is not a comedy movie. This is a violent, gory movie. Um, and some of the shit that they show, it's, some of it looks real which is hard to watch, but you know it's fake, so you can watch it. And then some of it is so fake and so gross, but it's still like you kind of have to look away. Okay. Um, But, yeah, lots of like just like fight scenes. Um, I don't, I don't want to give away any plot points, um, but... Yeah, fuck, I can't give away any plot points because, like, the whole thing is so important. It's, just watch it, okay? Just watch this shit. Yeah, reading the plot looks pretty interesting. Yeah, the the effects are um, a mixture of high quality and low quality, but even the, the low quality one that I have in mind, it was so sick, but, like, it was so it was so fake that I, I laughed out loud. <laughs> like, like... A belly laugh. It was just like, it was so crazy. And like, I don't know, because it wasn't CGI as well. It was like a practical effect, which made it even crazier. Because like CGI would have been super realistic and would have probably made me throw up. But because they did it practically, it was so fake and funny, man. Uh, (laughs) It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Um, it's good to see, like, you know how Vince Vaughn's all over the place in, like, Wedding Crashes. He's like, he's talking about this and this and this and this. And you bring it together and uh, I'm Vince Vaughn. I'm Vince Vaughn. I'm crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm talking so quickly and I'm, I'm, I'm charming and I'm this. And I'm, this he's, he's like a guy from down south. He talks really slow and he's just like, he's got this scary quality to him. And he, he killed it, man. He's, what a movie. What a movie. 7.5. 7.5, pause the podcast, watch the movie, play the podcast, finish it. That's not, that's how important this film is. You have to see it. Um, 
And yeah, if you don't like, I mean, if you don't like gore, do not watch it. It is pretty hectic. But um, yeah, awesome. Um, boss level is it's got my man Frank Grillo in it. Who, uh, yeah, I'm obsessed with Frank Grillo. And he's getting to this point. I think he's making, like, he's a producer in a lot of movies. <gasps> Excuse me. <clears throat> and he, um, so he just, I think he sort of funds movies and says, yeah, but you got to put me in it. And so he's just like, he's just out here doing wild shit. And he's like, he's an action hero. He's, he's like 55 or something, maybe, Frank Grillo. And he's shredded. He's definitely on, like, Anavar or TRT or fucking just straight up anabolics. But, um, dude, look, no home loans. When I look at his body, I just want to go to the gym, bro. I don't know how his metabolism is still <laughs> functioning at his age, but he is like 3% body fat. This cut is shredded. Um, so let me get off his dick for a second. Um, this movie is about this basically this tech company, they, they've figured out something, I don't know, the science. I hate movies that get a bit of science but they've figured out how to, like, have, I don't know. I don't know if it's time travel or something, but basically this guy is living in a video game and he wakes up every morning to the same shit, this guy trying to kill him. And, like, he, he explains it in the first, the opening scene of the film, so... He knows exactly what moves this guy's going to make. So he's like, he rolls over and he's like, machete. And he sees like machete go right next to his head. And he's just like, he's calmly moving around the room because he knows exactly what moves the guy's going to make. He's like, he's making a coffee while he fights this cunt because he's done it so many times, right? And that's the premise of the film. Like he keeps waking up over and over and he he knows what moves people. And so if he fails, he's like, okay, I know how I'm going to get there the next time or whatever. And... um. It's just so dumb, bro. So so he's like an AI character? He's, no, he's a human. He's a human that's like trapped in this world. Okay. That his ex-wife created. She works for this company. Right. Mel Gibson is the final boss. This sounds nuts. <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> But his name's not Mel Gibson. Like, no, no, he no, plays no. the final boss. It's not yeah. just like, it's not just like this, this, <laughs> this virtual reality <laughs> thing where he has to just go and like take down an anti-Semitic guy. <laughs> 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 but it's just like it's nuts, man. It's like it's it's truly nuts. Um, and it goes for too long for a movie that is about essentially nothing. Um, four out of ten. Four out of ten. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother. And, you know, I love Frank Grillo. You know, I was just talking about how much I wanted to suck him off five minutes ago. I still don't recommend this film. Yeah, okay. I won't be tuning into that. In contrast, after I watched that, Netflix suggested another Frank Grillo film called Wheelman. And I really enjoyed that. Wheel is in like wheel in a car? Yeah. So he's the wheelman. He's the driver. So basically... This whole movie is like a, a bank robbery gone wrong. And he's, the whole movie is basically in his car. It's filmed from his car. 
And there's lots of movies that do this type of shit that fuck it up. But this was this was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, even the times when he has to get out of the car, um, they they film like from the dashboard, so you're still seeing from the car perspective. It's like all it's all in the car, which you know you can yeah, like I said, you can fuck that up. There's you've seen phone booth. Yep. Um, First thing that came to mind when you were talking about. Sort of genre. Yeah, I think I've seen other... I'm trying to think of some other ones. There's definitely more. Um, but we're not going to just try and think of them. But um, I, I enjoyed it. It's not like, you know, it's not genius or anything and there's no... There wasn't any, like, wild stunts. Um, but, yeah, I, it was it was fun. Um, I'd probably watch it again in a, in a few years or something. Like if it popped back up, I'd be like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I'd watch that. I'd, I'd, I'd run it back. Um, but yeah, it's not like the greatest film in the world. I think I'd just, uh, what's that say? 6.5 for Wheelman. But yeah, pretty easy, easy watch. Um, now you might have seen this one because it's, it's like trending at the moment. Day Shift, with Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. The it sounds like something I would never want to watch. It's like a zombie movie. Oh, and um, what's his name? James Franco's brother, Dave. Dave Franco. Okay, I have seen this pop up, but I haven't haven't clicked watch yet. Yeah, so basically, he's a Jamie Fox is the main character, and he's a zo- oh, not zombie, uh, vampire hunter, uh, in L.A. the Valley, um, San Fernando Valley, yeah. um, and there's yeah, very cool. Um, action sequences and and stunts and stuff, uh, which these days there's so many movies out there. You have to get pretty creative with some of this shit. And I thought they did really well with with the stunts and all of that. Um, uh, the whole movie had like a bit of a bluey green filter over it, which I didn't like. I just you're in the sunshine. You're like, you may as well just use the natural light and stuff, I thought. Well, I don't like the filtered stuff. I'm trying to think of another... Like, you know how Ozark's all, like, blue? Yeah. It kind of was like that, but but brighter. Um, I just, yeah, I just didn't like... I just didn't like that choice. That bothered me heaps. Um, But, yeah, it's it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's not trying to be, like... It's not trying to win an Oscar. It's just a bit of fun, and they, they make it fun. So As I recommend like there's, there's a bit of comedy in it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And Megan Good's in it and she's always good to look at. Mm-hmm. Megan Good to look at. Um, That one, low score, 5.5 out of 10, but watchable. I'd still recommend to watch it, but it's just like, yeah. It is, it, it is what it is, but it knows that about itself, which is important. Okay. Yeah. Um, I finally watched Uncle Drew. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, and I was angry at it the whole time. Yeah, you just hate that kind anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I believed that he believed everything he was... Have you seen Uncle Drew? I haven't seen it. So he's... Obviously, they're doing the old man makeup. And he's an old man, so he's trying to, like, spit wisdom all the time. And I was like, he... 
would have written all this. He fucking believes that he's this wise. It made me just so mad. It was, you know, it was a fun movie though. Um, the guys that are dressed up in old face, you've got Kyrie Irving, Reggie Miller, Nate Robinson, Shaq, and Chris Webber. Uh, and Lisa Leslie. Okay. And Chris Webber was fucking comedy, bro. Shouts to Chris Webber. He can act. He was fucking gold, man. So good. Um, and Kyrie can actually act as well, I thought. I mean, it's probably easier with that type of makeup on. And he has been doing that character for a few years now. Yeah, in the ads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a bit of a family movie. You can watch it with kids. There's like a couple of curse words. There's nothing nothing crazy in it. Um, but yeah, it's just like and again, it's not it's not something that's going to be out there winning awards and shit. It just is a bit of fun, a bit of entertainment. Um, I think you can. I think you can enjoy it if you're not like a NBA fan. But if you're an NBA fan, obviously it helps. Aaron Gordon's in it. Um, anyone else? Like as himself? Is as him? Or not as himself? But he's not an old man. He's a he's his age. Yeah. Okay. But he's not Aaron Gordon. His name's Casper something. Um, yeah. It it's it's fine. It's fine. Five, 5.5. 5.5 for that one. Um, and then I, um, I finished last night. I wanted to finish it because I really was excited to review this. It's called Carter. Uh, it's a um, Korean action film. And, it, yeah, that's the one. This is... The wildest shit I've ever seen. Uh, well, and I'm halfway through something that's actually wilder than this. Okay. Um, but this shit was fucking nuts. It goes for, does it say how long it runs? I reckon it was like 240. Oh. Bit over two. Yeah, bit over two. Um, this, this shit was the most action I've ever seen in a movie. I've never seen more action. This guy was the most highly skilled spy I've ever seen. He would have, if it was, if there was a movie called Carter vs. Jason Bourne, it would last five seconds. I'm telling you, this motherfucker Smoking. cooks. Yeah, yeah, bro. This guy, man, I've got three. I've got three scenes in mind that I'm gonna. I'm just gonna describe. I'm not gonna go through in detail. One scene is a motor, motorcycle chase where he's on a motorcycle and then he gets surrounded by about eight or nine motorcycles. And then he starts standing on his motorcycle, fighting cunts on other motorcycles, switching bikes, running across several bikes, just shit that would never happen. And it's just like the movie takes itself so seriously, which is nuts as well. Like, and you know, we've seen Die Hard. Die Hard takes itself seriously, but this is like, like Die Hard can sort of happen. This was nuts. Okay. <laughs> so there was that one. There was a car chase where there, there's three vans and the vans all, like their sliding side doors are all open. So the fight scene takes place across three vans where they're throwing themselves across the vans. And then another one was the same thing, but it was a train. So the carriage was open on both sides and then there was trucks driving alongside the train. And then... Helicopters got involved. Shit 
Shit was wild, bro. Yeah, this sounds crazy. I Especially finished like- watching this at like eleven twenty last night, and I I'm I'm surprised I even got to sleep afterwards. It was so lots, crazy. Lots going on. Yeah, um, yeah. The plot looks right up my alley, bro. It's fun. I yeah. would probably I'd sit down and watch it again. It's it's fun and it's filmed. Did you ever see Birdman? No. The name of it is actually much longer than that. Um, where is it? Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. That's the name of that film. And that was shot in shot and edited in such a way where it looks like a single shot for the entire film. And this is like that. The problem with this is that it's all drone shots. Well, not all, but a lot of drone shots. A lot of like the drone flipping upside down for no reason. You're, do, you're doing upside down shots. Okay. Um. So there's even the opening scene, I almost got motion sickness. Opening scene. And then I had two hours left to <laughs> go through. So it was, yeah, it was nuts. And... Yeah, a lot of shaky cam stuff. You just like, but it, 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 I guess it fit the hecticness of the film, but it was just like, it got, it got a bit too much and took you out of it a lot. And it was pretty easy to get taken out of because it was so unrealistic. Okay. But like, yeah, they, they could have just been a bit more simple with how they filmed it, I thought. They tried, they tried too hard with the drones and the probably GoPros. Um, and, um, yeah, shaky cam, like the Korean Michael Bay must have filmed this, was his name? Jung Byung Gil, who did everything. He wrote it, directed it, produced it. Um. So is this, um, are you reading subtitles or is this dubbed? Subtitles. Okay. Um, and there's like a couple of, like the opening scene, I think it's CIA, so they're Amer- they're American, so they're speaking. Um, and then there's like a reporter, like halfway through the movie, that speaks. She speaks both. Um, I was about to say Australian, English, and Korean. Okay, but yeah, primarily Korean. And um, I don't know why it was recommended to me. I think cause cause I watched Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine, Boss Level, Wheelman, Day Shift, The Informer. Like just all this action, sweet girl. So I'm just getting all this action um, at the moment uh, suggested to me. And I don't know why I clicked on it, honestly. I'd never heard of it. Um, the the art, the like thumbnail on Netflix didn't, it wasn't this, but it didn't look like particularly interesting. I don't know why I clicked on it. I think I just had nothing, nothing else on my mind to watch. Um, and I do not regret it. It was so much fun, but only a, um, only a five out of 10, but a very fun five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm watching this, this Bollywood film at the moment, which is fucking psycho, but that was, that was recommended through another podcast I listened to, which doesn't get shouts out, um, on the welcome to the potty podcast, but, um, We'll, we'll talk about that when I finish it. But it's, it's at this oh, stage. Oh, we finished it. No. I remember we were talking about it last yeah. weekend and we caught up. It's looking much crazier than that. Yeah, right. 
Um, and that's the show. I reckon we're I reckon we're like over an hour. I reckon that's a bit of bonus content for the for the folks at home. Yeah, hour ten. So picking up the average there. Um, you know what to do, everybody. Tell a friend and tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. We love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bang bang. Take your breath away with your own pillow. I'm moving in silence through the night. There's no stopping me, not the Black Widow. I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow. Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano. I'm proficient at war like Jax, but I got nothing to prove like John Cage, though. I got an arsenal full of techniques. Enter the dragon like Bruce Lee. I'm dangerous, so 